Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do these a couple of times a week. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. You can also join me for my live show five days a week, 9 a.m. to noon on AM 670 KMZQ. If you forget all that, you can also check out HeidiHarris.com, where my books are up there, blog posts, obviously podcast archives, and there's a link to listen live to the show from anywhere at HeidiHarris.com. Personality that provokes and persuades the Heidi Harris Show on AM 670 KMZQ. Good morning. How are you doing? Glad you are here. Well, we've got some pastors, a few you still in the world who are willing to stand up for what needs to be said. Pastor Artur Pawlowski, he is from Poland originally, and he's now a pastor in Canada, has been for many years, told the authorities to get out of his church when they showed up over the holidays. I don't blame him. Pastor, welcome to the Heidi Harris Show. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you very much very much for having me in. Uh, tell, tell me about the situation, because this when they showed up that day, and I saw one story where they said one person showed up, and that wasn't the video I saw. It was more than one. Back up a little and talk about the problems you had with authorities prior to this particular fateful day. Yeah, this whole craziness started 13 months ago. Like uh, the rest of the world uh, went mad. I started to have authorities showing up at my church I feed the homeless people four times a week on the streets of Calgary in Canada. And I had 12 officers coming declaring that now, from now on, everything is illegal. I cannot feed the poor. I cannot take care of those that are sleeping under the bridges in bushes and that I am to stop doing this or else. So I said, or else, and I got, I was the first clergyman to get a $1,200 COVID ticket, as I called them. And my parishioners were shoved, assaulted, and I was threatened to be arrested and a million-dollar fine. We continued to feed the poor, and we had authorities on a regular basis coming, taking pictures, intimidating our parishioners and volunteers. And I end up from time to time with another COVID ticket. I have them right now at the number of 28. And then the wait, Christmas wait, wait, came. wait, back up a second. This is amazing. This is Pastor Arturo Pawlowski from Canada. You had 28 COVID tickets from the Calgary police? Yes, and the bylaw services. <laughs> well, and you don't pay them, of course. No, we fight them. Uh, we are in courts. The courts is pushing all the cases as far as they can. And we were supposed to be in the court uh, a month ago, but they did not gave us the disclosures. Uh, they are not giving us any facts and the data. Of course, the data is not uh, backing up what they're saying. So they're playing a game of harassment, intimidation, tickets, trying to scare the society into compliance. And they tried that with me. And so we hired a lawyer and we are fighting them. During Christmas, Canadian government declared that they're canceling Christmas and uh, we're not allowed to visit our parents, our children. We cannot go for coffee. We cannot have church. We cannot do anything. And off there went to Florida, to Barbados, Belize, Hawaii for vacation. <laughs> our politicians telling us, you stay home or else we'll send the cops on you. But they went vacationing. So we decided to completely rebel against those double standards and constitutional laws. One law for me, one law for thee. And I called the biggest celebration, the Christmas celebration in the country. And I had lots of people showing up. <laughs> we fed about 1,000 people. And we had over 100 police officers, 52 police cars, and 20 cops on bicycles. 
and I end up with 11 more COVID tickets. So that's <laughs> what was going on on my church on the streets where I feed the homeless. But they never intimidated me inside the building, which I pastor another church in the building, until, until the beginning of the year when I started to have police officers coming and blocking our driveway, preventing parishioners from coming in. So it took us an hour to fend them off. And we told them they're trespassing, they're breaking the law, they're actually making a hazard in the middle of the road. They left, and then they started to show up outside of the parking lot on a, on a public street and a sidewalk taking pictures of our children, our women. Pure intimidations, pure harassment. But this Easter weekend, this was the first time, even though they were told many times that they're not allowed to enter, that they will be trespassing, they entered a church facility, sanctuary, with their guns. There were six of them with a number of uh, law enforcement people and uh, a health inspector, high-ranking health inspector, and then two people that I presumed they were detectives because what the police was doing to me, during the night hour, they would show up with their armed forces to deliver a $100 bylaw ticket for me not wearing a mask during wow. my uh, sermons. And then they would send uh, detectives, the highest paid police officers, to do the same thing with their armed officers in uniforms. The detectives would come to my house, and again, they would deliver me a $100 bylaw infraction ticket. So those were the tactics that they were using before they dared. They had the audacity to come inside the building. So when I saw that, I, I'm telling you, I was shaken. I was surprised because... In the name of the law, those people came to make sure that I am obeying the restrictions, wearing a mask during my services, and yet they've broken three criminal laws. One, trespassing. Second one, interfering with the clergyman while he's conducting his duty. And the third one, which is punishable, two years jail. And then the third one, interfering with the church while the church is in the middle of conducting, worshiping, worshiping God, which is five years jail time, and they had no problem to come with their guns. Even during the Middle Ages, the soldiers, the warriors, the knights were commanded to leave their swords outside of the, of the church, of the cathedral or a temple. But those people here in the 21st century, they have absolutely no problem to break every law that there is and just marched in like into a restaurant to the holy sanctuary where people come to escape tyranny, escape dictatorship, escape evil, just for peaceful worship. So that's what happened. Wow. And the only thing I could do at that moment is to do whatever a lion would do. And I I am very disappointed with the clergymen that we see see right now, Uh, clergymen that are not willing to stand up for their congregants, clergymen that have sold their faith because they're terrified of a ticket now, like I said, I got 28 of them, and if they want to give me more, fine. I had a meeting with the chief of police, and I said, you know what? You're throwing those numbers, a million here, 750,000. Why not a billion? Give me a billion, and, and let's be done with it. Wow. Because I'm not stopping. I'm feeding the poor. I'm saving lives. I am a frontline essential services, and the church is essential. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you think. You may be a pagan. You may be atheist. That's your choice, but our people are not. And, you know, you have to shoot me dead because I'm not stopping. So I fended them off. I did whatever a lion should be doing. I kicked the hyenas out of our holy place. 
And they left, and I told them, you got to follow the law. Come back with the warrant. If you want to enter this facility illegally, then you're doing it the Nazi style, the KGB. That's why I call them fascists, communists. I love it. They have acted just like the Gestapo before at the beginning of Nazism. Yes, they're not shooting us dead yet, but if we will not stop them now, if we will not rise up now, if we will not push this evil now, they're going to start shooting us dead. Absolutely. We're speaking with Canadian pastor Artur Pavlovsky, who kicked the police out of his church over Easter when they showed up and tried to demand uh, to count the people and have him wear a mask. You know, I agree with you 100%. We have a lot of pastors behind the pulpit who are social workers. There are all kinds of other things, but they're not pastors. They're not taking a stand. Talk to me a little, sir, about your past, because obviously you're from Poland. You've seen this movie. That's why you have less tolerance for it. Talk to me about your experiences before you moved to Canada. Exactly. So many people, uh, maybe when they watch my interaction with authorities, they will think, well, this is a little bit too much. He's yelling, he's screaming. And, but listen, I grew up behind the Iron Curtain. I grew up under dictatorship of the boots of the Soviets. I've seen this before. I've seen when the police was beating people up, clapping them, arresting them for no reason, and then off they went to jail. And then you think to yourself, I've done nothing wrong, so the, the courts will vindicate me. But the courts were corrupted. The courts were only doing what the Communist Party were telling them to do. Uh, you could be arrested for just listening to a European radio, a one-year jail time if you were caught with an American dollar. I mean, there was no freedom. Mainstream media was completely taken over by the Communist Party. Propaganda left and right inside uh, the universities schools inside the political arena uh, uh, from mainstream media. So people were slaves. 50,000 communists were ruling over 36,000 Poles, and Poles had absolutely no right, even though we had a constitution that should protect us through all of this ordeal. No one followed the constitution. No one paid attention to the laws. It was what they said it was going on. But I also saw the power of the unified people, and that's the message that I have to a Western democracy. we got to stand up together. we got to forget about what divides us, and we have to unite under the freedom, the word freedom, and take it back from those wannabe dictators. Because if we will not rise up now, they're going to take more of our rights tomorrow. In 1981, I watched in, you know, uh, in front of my eyes, I watched a solidarity movement with Lech Wałęsa. I saw the power of united people. When they finally said enough, it's enough, and they took it to the streets, I'm telling you, tens of thousands of people were arrested. Some were shot. Some were clapped to death. But Polish people said, we will not back, bow down. We will not comply. And they took it to the streets. It took them two years, two years fighting with the communists, peacefully, peaceful rallies and protests, non-compliance, non-violence, and then the communists collapse, and the rest is the history. Poland became the best democracy on the planet Earth. They've elected their first president after the Second War, and that's how it's done. Do not comply. When they tell you something that is contrary to your law, why would you bow? Why would you give them your rights for free without even standing up and, and fighting? Use your rights or lose your rights. So that's Absolutely. the message, rise up, especially the clergymen. I don't understand. We have been given a position of a shepherd, and shepherd always fends off the wolves. Yep. 
That's why we have a staff and a stick. Use it. Use your staff. Use your stick. Use your laws, just like David did when he fought with the giant Goliath. He used the giant sword, his own sword, against his own head. Use the court. Use the media. Use the educational system. But fight. Do not comply. Do not bow, because they will never stop. They need to be stopped. Bullies never stop. No. you got to rise up and stand against the bully. You're exactly right. And we're, we're speaking with Canadian pastor Artur Podlowski, who threw the police out when they showed up at his church in Canada over Easter, told them to get out, called them Nazis, Gestapo. It's interesting when you read the book of Acts and all the things that the apostles went through when they were, you know, t- tossed out of the and, you know various churches and told not to talk. And, it, you know, they were imprisoned and don't talk about Jesus. And then the minute they got out of prison, they continued to do it because they were not going to be slaves to government. They were going to be talking about God. And I agree with you, Pastor. There's so many people in America, they just absolutely do not want to uh, do anything that upsets the government. I mean, if, if we don't have churches standing up, who do we have standing up? We know we can't count on government here in America, here in, in, in Canada. Obviously, we know that already. That's right. That's exactly right. I mean, who are you serving? you got to be like Joshua. You have to, you have to say to yourself and to others, uh, you know, whom are you going to serve? But he says, as for me and for my household, we shall serve right. the Lord. Right. I think God is asking that question to every one of us. So you go to church, or you're a big shot pastor, but you have sold your faith, you know, faith for a bowl of soup, for silver and coin, or you just became like Peter that denied Jesus. You, we have to rise up, we have to stand up, we have to use our faith, or we're just playing games, socializing, and uh, not doing church. In the book of Acts, just like you said, they said very clearly, we must obey God right. rather than men. Who are you serving? If you're serving the government, of course you're going to obey the government. I do not serve the government. I serve my God. And my God is very clear with his instructions, his commandments. He says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. He says, do not forsake the gatherings of the saints. He says, lay hands on the sick, anoint them with oil, and they will, rec- will recover. In Canada right now, it's illegal to sing in a church. Wow. It's illegal to congregate. It's illegal to have Lord's Supper. It's illegal for me to lay hands on the sick. I say to them and to everyone that is pushing this hellish laws, go to hell if that's your choice with all your laws, because I'm not planning to follow you. <laughs> I'm going to heaven. I'm going to my Lord, and my Lord is very clear. If you love me, obey my commandments. Yes, absolutely. Pastor Arturo Pawlowski, I am thrilled to talk to you. I would love to talk to you again. God bless you. You've got a lot of gumption, and that's what we need. It's amazing how many people behind the pulpit don't have any moral courage. And if they don't, who's going to? Not only do they not have it, they're not instilling that in their congregations. And if they're not going out and speaking publicly about this and pushing back on this tyranny, who's going to be left? That's right. No one. we got to rise up while we still can. Yes, absolutely, sir. Thank you so much for being here. I'm going to post this on my podcast today so everybody can hear it who might have missed it. Thank you so much, sir. God bless you. Thank you for what you're doing. God bless you. Thank you. Yeah, wow. Powerful stuff. That guy's great. He is amazing. Yeah. Because I'll tell you something. We have a lot of pastors here in America who are just wusses. They're social workers. They, you know, they want to give you the big toothy grin and, you know, they look like car salesmen. I'm putting, not putting down car salesmen, but we've got a lot of people behind the pulpit who don't have these stones that they need to put it that way and i love this pastor and we need more people like him to fight back and he's seen this movie see he's from poland he knows this whole deal and he's not going to put up with it and he watches people in canada and america just you know backing up backing up backing up backing up as they take more of our rights away
He's not tolerating it. God bless him. He's amazing. If you missed that, I'll post it on the Heidi Harris Show podcast today. Wow. Incredible. Great talking to him. Very encouraging. For more of that kind of conversation, including local issues, national issues, great guests, tune into the Heidi Harris Show live every single weekday, 9 a.m. to noon on AM 670 KMZQ in Las Vegas. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. (laughs) 